everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Podcasty Dan. Wow, you got a nickname? Yeah, uh, just this time. <laughs> That's I, that Podcasty. We're, That's what I'm going to start calling you. Nope, we're making, sure, we're making sure this one doesn't stick. <laughs> That's what we're going to work on that. Casty. Hey, Casty. Nope. Uh, coming up today, uh, damn it if those Boy Scouts. Oh, there's, there's. Aren't trouble. Aren't, aren't getting their gay on. There's trouble. There's uh, br- things brewing. What with the, uh, yeah. With the BSA. Yeah. So changes at the Boy Scouts of America. They're putting the BS and, uh, in BSA. Or the A. <laughs> yes. Whoa. <laughs> Yeah. I don't even know what that means. Oh, I, uh, I think you do. Actually, you yeah. dirty, dirty gay boy. <laughs> uh, we'll be doing yeah. a lot more of that kind of talk Woo. coming up later in the show, apparently. Wait for that, guys. Stick around. Yeah, very exciting stuff. Uh, oh, boy. In the meantime, hey, let's mm-hmm. talk about some other stuff. Mm, okay. Do you. Sure. Okay. Use your words, Frank. <laughs> uh,. There, there were words there. There wasn't. Yeah, there wasn't much. Uh, there wasn't much else. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, uh, I'm going to tell you about uh, in Bellevue, Ohio, oh, uh, yeah. a woman named uh, Marilyn K. Perry, which sounds close to a Mormon apostle <laughs> name. <laughs> Just change that Marilyn part and get so that she's not yeah. a girl. And then that, That's what apostle names will sound like when women finally get the priesthood. Right, yeah. <laughs> they still have... That'll never happen. <laughs> it might. Anyway, okay, um, this one, this Marilyn K. Perry, uh, a 63-year-old woman uh, in Bellevue, uh-huh. uh, told the Huron County uh, Common Pleas Judge Jim Conway... Uh, during her sentencing, she, okay, so here's what happened. Uh, she was driving along. She hit a pedestrian with her car. Oh. Injured her very badly. Uh-oh. Uh, no. And, oh, uh, and, 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 uh, and the woman had to be life flighted to Toledo to have, you know, a broken back and many other broken bones oh treated and stuff like that. Oh, my. Uh, the problem, Ms. Carey, uh, says... Uh, she was arrested for, and I had to look up what OVI stands for. I've heard of DUI, I've heard of DWI, but I did not know what OVI stands for. <laughs> it's apparently an Ohio thing. Uh, operating a vehicle while impaired. Oh, how was she impaired? Uh, well, uh, they actually didn't get a uh, a bead on that one. They did actually drug test her and couldn't figure out what specific drug she might be on. Um, so how can they they do? OV, how they, how can they give her an OVI? Uh, some substance, I don't know. I, but that's not that's not the crux of this thing. Oh. Uh, what she finally told the judge was that uh, she'd been going through some personal issues, and uh, and was praying in the car when uh, when she accidentally. <laughs> so she was impaired. She was impaired by religion. <laughs> Uh, and by, apparently, I don't know, do, do you have to close your eyes when you pray in the car? Is that a thing? Well, she just finished watching that Jesus Take the Wheel thing. <laughs> and she this took is, it. This is not the first time a religious person has hurt people because they thought that Jesus could take the wheel. Yeah. 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 yeah um, 
Wow. I feel that that's her defense. That's where she goes. That's where she goes. I mean, how can a judge fault her for that? (sighs) Can't really. Or can. Uh, You're not allowed. I I don't know if her eyes were closed or if she was just like not paying attention. She was looking upward. They tell you not even to listen to like those meditating podcasts while while, uh, operating your vehicle. You probably shouldn't listen to us. We, I don't. I don't we, know that we're going to put people to sleep. We're or, not going to put people to sleep. Or in a trance-like state no. while listening to our two voices. I do. I, I am concerned that we'll bring our listeners' uh, IQs down a couple points for the for the duration <laughs> of when they listen to us. Just just they just forget how to steer their car. Driving while dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm normally really smart, officer. I'm sorry. I was just listening to these two morons talking. And I don't... <laughs> Anywho, uh, she was uh, she was ordered to pay some up to ten thousand dollars in medical restitution to the lady, and oh, she's uh, she's uh, she uh, entered a guilty plea, but was placed on just three years of probation uh, the, through some program they have uh, that's called Intervention in Lieu of Conviction, okay. which is actually a program. Is that this I like support. classes? Yeah, she has to go through like substance abuse pro uh, a substance Re- religion abuse. abuse, abuse yes, exactly. Classes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus anonymous. <laughs> she has to go in. Uh, hello, my name is uh what was her name? My name is Marilyn and I believe in Jesus. And everybody goes, "Hi Marilyn." It's like and she tells her sob story. It's, it's been 14 her, days she hit rock bottom. It's been she... 14 days since my last Jesus. Somebody else gets up and they're they're like, today I get my two year chip for not I haven't had Jesus for two years and everybody just applauds. Yay! Oh, it's such so moving. Yeah, it's it's, it's a miracle really it's, it's, when people can walk away from Jesus. It's it's an atheist paradise. Mm. Um, we need those. We yeah. should start those. We should support groups for for. I mean, there are support groups for people. But I mean, like. But yeah. like Be- believers anonymous. Yeah, not just support groups, but like get you out groups. Yeah, yeah like yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, like rehab groups. Yeah, we will rehab you from your really really bad beliefs. I'll always be a believer, but I know I can. <laughs> I just can never pray again. I just because it it just never goes. It's just <laughs> it always look. takes me to a very bad place, and then I end up hitting someone with my car while because I'm praying. <laughs> I killed someone because... Yeah, anyway. Well, there you go. Yeah, there's uh, not much there. Something tells me that the judge <laughs> is not going to command her to give up her Jesus. I I, I think it would be amazing, though. So. Yeah, well, I'm guessing we would have heard a lot more about it if he had. Yeah, uh, that's probably true. Anyway. Yeah. Well, all right. I've, um, I've got a story of some people who've got a lot of Jesus... Got a lot of Jesus going on. Yeah, whole lot of um, Jesus going on. Yep, we've got some. Uh, I, do you recall a story? I think I brought it up a few months ago, maybe six months ago, of um, <clears throat> some Catholic bishops in Kenya who were opposing uh, what vaccine? Um, it was. It, uh, it, was uh, it was polio, wasn't it? No, 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 no. Oh, this no. Was, um, it was, I think it was, it wasn't a vaccine. It was an uh, anti-malarial oh. drug. The <laughs> thing that has come up in the news is polio. 
Oh, yeah. That's, so thanks for getting that. right on top of that. And You're welcome. Ruining the great reveal that I had planned about polio. Do you want to take it again? No, no, no. I'm, okay. I'm fine, Dan. I'm we fine. generally don't do any edits, but <laughs> if you really, really need to, if I really ruined it for you, we could uh, we can take it again. No, 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 Dan. Okay. No, I, I wouldn't hear of it. Please, um, go on. So, um, polio, Dan. So they, wait. they are upset about a polio vaccine, and they're calling for a boycott. Catholic bishops are in Kenya. Yeah, are 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 worried about a polio vaccine. Yeah, well, you know, with this, um, the the anti-malarial drug uh, that they were opposed to, um, apparently, according to them, um, th- about thirty children after they received uh, an injection of of that drug um, were paralyzed. Oh, dear. Uh, and they were blaming it on um, paracetamol that, that was in the drug, uh, which apparently is just another name for acetaminophen. Oh. Which is Tylenol. Tylenol. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is, I mean, I worry every time that I take Tylenol that I might be paralyzed yeah, I mean, because that's the big thing that we all know about Tylenol is, boy, <laughs> that shit will fuck you up. Oh, Par- yeah. Paralyzed-wise. Uh, absolutely. Now, it's not to say that Tylenol is perfectly, uh, what's the right word? I mean, it, it's it's a safe drug, but I guess it's got you can problems. hurt yourself it's got some. It. Pro- it's got its you own can, problems. You can take too much of it and it cause they, liver damage. Yeah, they say it can be bad for the liver. Yeah. Um, if you're a regular drinker, you should probably just stay away from the stuff. Yeah. Right? Like a regular heavy drinker. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, not good, not good in those very specific sort of things. And I'm sure doctors and all of our medically inclined listeners will probably chime in here if we're getting something wrong. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but so... They're they're all uh, all up in arms because they they just don't trust the system, right? I, and that's sure. what we talked about last time. Is right was was that whole idea that, that it's that's really steeped in this mistrust of the system. But like these these religious leaders who are super trusted are totally getting in the way of people <laughs> receiving something like a polio vaccination, right? Like this is that's been vetted. Uh, a billion times over by, yeah. by like, you know, there's like, there's no I'm real sure, treatment for polio. I'm there's sure only that the WHO is a really involved. reliable way of preventing it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You want to worry about, uh, kids getting paralyzed. Yeah. Try polio. <laughs> <laughs> That's... <laughs> Yeah, no, exactly. It's not going to be good. No, yeah. yeah, yeah. You hit the nail on the head with that. One. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it is, I mean, it is interesting. I don't fully understand all the uh, underpinnings of exactly what's going on here. Right. But, I mean, these, this distrust that, that, that people are able to build up about science is yeah. just mind-boggling. Well, and, and, and so... Here's what I'm more worried about. Uh you know, distrust of science is one thing, and obviously, uh, religious people whose beliefs keep getting disproved the more scientists keep sciencing. Yeah, I get that they that they would be worried about science, but for them to like decide to pull on their wellies and slog into the medical realm, yeah, 
for no reason. Right. Uh, without any kind of like, without any sense of like, the fact that they may be doing harm or whatever. And plus, yeah. where's the Vatican in this? Surely, the this is a, one of those things where the Vatican can step in and say, "Uh, fellas, shut up. Yeah, shut the fuck up right now." Yeah, yeah. Francis needs to to chime in on this. Yeah, he's a. I mean, he he's willing to chime in on pro science shit. Yeah, chime the fuck in. Yeah, Francis. Yeah. You'll save lives. That's not important to you? So I'm going to move us from uh, backwards Kenya to, uh, to, yeah. our, to our country where everything is forward thinking. And, and, yeah, nothing, and nothing backward. Nothing backward about our country, yeah. especially this part of the country. Kentucky. Very forward thinking. Totally advanced. Right. Um, <laughs> there's been another incident, Frank. This is another uh, another... Why do you do this? <laughs> you know how they have these uh, Pentecostal churches that uh, take up serpents. Oh yeah. Uh, based on the uh, the the the, uh, I think it's in Matthew. There's like one verse in the Bible that's that says, you know, if you believe in Jesus enough, then you will be able to drink poison and survive and take up <sighs> serpents and they won't harm you and all this stuff. The way that like some. Some religious groups, Christian groups, can just fixate on one verse and then build a whole, like, like religious practice right. around it is amazing. Well, here's what's great about that verse. Here's what I actually adore about that verse. And mm. that is that it is empirically testable. It is one of those verses where you can actually say, oh, you, like, you can actually try it. There's oh, very few okay. experiments that you can run on biblical claims. Sure, okay. Here's one. If you can take up a snake and it won't bite you and poison doesn't have an effect on you and you come out of it alive, a pretty decent test. Yeah. However, okay. not a great test for uh, John D. Brock of Stony Fork who uh, was bitten on his left arm and then refused medical services because that would be a lack of faith, and then was deed was kilt. He's uh he's not an alive person anymore. <sighs> the Lord works in mysterious ways. <laughs> the Lord works. Such a faithful man. It, he must, uh, he, clear. You know, who would? Who, I would not dare to question this man's faith. <laughs> he took up a serpent. A poisonous snake. But clearly he was not worthy in some way. God did not save him. Or maybe it was just his time to come and uh, to, be, to be an angel. Yeah, The Lord needed him more. The Lord needed some more angels. Called, the, the, called the, John Brock in. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Uh, the, you know, and last year, you'll recall, there was, another, there was an incident of this. Uh, James Coots, oh, a 42-year-old man, died. He was a, I think he was a pastor. Yeah. Um, it was that guy with the show, right? Yeah, I think that was him. Okay. Uh, it's just, oh no, that was, uh, and then there was, then there was the, uh, the guy with the show who had more than 50 venomous snakes seized. Yeah, that's right. Uh, in, in November. Uh-huh. Um, all of which died, by the way. All those snakes died. They Why? tried to rehab some of them, but they, oh. had, they either had to be euthanized or they just died on their own due to poor health. Or lack of faith. Or lack of... You know what? There's there's a whole other Bible for snakes, and uh, they weren't following their things. It's just one of those things where, like, 
you know, people die fairly regularly, yeah. it seems, from taking up serpents. And yet nobody goes, oh, well, we must have been wrong. I guess we were wrong then about this whole thing. Uh, and the promises of the Bible have remained unfulfilled. Yeah, isn't that, that is kind of funny. You're right. It, it, they test it. It doesn't work. And they all go. And then they repeat the test. It doesn't work again. And they keep doing it. They, they send it through the whole peer review process, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> they do the whole thing. <laughs> it never works. And yet somehow at the end of it, like, yeah, 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 no, I still believe. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, that, that verse is totally true. No, you just tested it over and over and over, you stupid. Well, but what they're saying is, whatever's. you know what? We've been taking up these serpents every Sunday, and we only and they lose. normally don't bite us. We, we only lose it? like one person a year. How can that be? <laughs> We're doing it every Sunday. We lost one. That's, you know, that's one in 52 chance. That's I, pretty decent. I support their handling of snakes, and I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> it's thinning the herd yeah. of the faithful. Unfortunately, of the, of, the, of the crazy faithful. Yeah, but they we went, need more of the faithful to convert to Pentecostalism. <laughs> this is a horrible thing that I'm saying, by the way. But like, this is how this this it, it, it evolution I mean, I, and work here. Or, uh, 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 like, I hear what you're saying. You know what I mean? There's still, a problem with happens. it, though. The problem is that these people are doing it after they've already bred. They already have kids, <sighs> so we need to get it. So they need to be doing this as young young people. So no young people die of this? Uh, I, do I, don't know, I don't know. I mean, surely all I see is 60s some... and 40s and... Yeah, I don't surely see any... there's got to be some guys in their 20s jumping in there who haven't, haven't bred or bred too much yet. Right. But you're right about that. They've had a chance. The older guys have already... Yeah, so we need to, we need to get the young guys in there. <sighs> and then we just need to start poking the snakes. <laughs> poke, poke, poke. Uh, just rile, sure rile them up. Angry snakes. Well, hmm. I mean, you know, I you, I had a snake for a while. They're not cuddly. No, I don't. They won't bother you for, they'll let you get away with quite a bit. Yeah. But then there's just that one time when you piss them off and they, they're just going to bite you. Yeah. So. Just get a fish. <laughs> so a little tank. And the Lord said unto them, thou wilt be able to take up fish and <laughs> be just fine because fish are <laughs> gentle and easily cared for. Yeah, at least the ones that you get at the pet store. Sure. Yeah. I take this beta in my hand. (laughs) I am not fearful. (laughs) Lord Jesus, I trust in you, and I hold aloft this goldfish. (laughs) Praise the Lord. (laughs) Oh, good Lord. All right, well, um, I'd like to move to a uh, group of people a little less faithful. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, uh, apparently, uh, the, uh, the, the humanists sure. are now recognized as a religion by the Federal Bureau, Bureau of Prisons. Well, okay. Officially. Well, I mean, that's, okay, so two responses. A, mm-hmm. uh, that's nice for the prisoners. It, it's really good for the prisoners. Because actually. then they don't have to be ministered to by... Jesus freaks, and they're able to or like they're able to um, set up meeting times mm-hmm. because that's something that the re- the, the the religious uh, folk in prison are able to do, right? Um, and the, you know, the prison is also a time where uh, hopefully people are spending 
spending uh, hours reflecting, reflecting, and thinking about you know just stuff, yeah. life, whatever. And so many of them end up converting to <sighs> Jesus, Jesus, or actually the article or Islam. Islam, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's one we definitely don't want happening. Um, yeah, but they're converting to like Nation of Islam. Like, uh, I bet there's there's probably some there's more and more of the radicalizing. Mm, I, don't, I have nothing to base that on, right? So let's uh, not fact. Let's encourage our listeners to like get out there, get get your humanist uh, pastor credentials, go to those prisons and radicalize them for. Uh, for rationality, for rationality, <laughs> and humanism. I mean, humanism is is great. It's lovely, you know. Just believing in people and our ability to, you know, take care of each other, take care of each other, create peace in the world. You know, that's do, wonderful. Do good things. Do good things. Be good people. Right. Right. Have a good moral and ethical compass, and hopefully, you know? uh, back your shit up with science. Yeah. Yeah, back your shit up with 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 shit. And so so anyway, um, you know the 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 Federal Bureau of Prisons doesn't have good numbers on uh, how many inmates might be humanist, right? Because they actually don't track faith statistics uh, for their prisoners, which is probably good. Um, yeah, although I have seen surveys. There are there have been surveys. Pew Research. Uh, center uh, did a survey back in uh, 2012. Okay, chaplains, uh, and got their sort of perspective on what was going on inside the prisons, faith, faith wise. Okay, well that's not going to be biased at all. Um, no, but I'm sure I mean, it's Pew. They it's probably found ways to ask questions sure. that you know we're able to come up with some some sort of useful numbers, right? Um, Excuse me. Um, according to that survey, um, this is the this is the useful piece of information. Uh-huh. Uh, Three fourths of uh, the the chaplains said that there is a considerable amount of religious switching. Okay, that's that's the data. Yeah, considerable amounts. So well, um, so we got to get in there. Yeah, we got to be in the mix. Yeah, they say you know the one of the one of the stats that I've seen. And I can't cite a source, so I can't be a thousand percent confident on this. Ooh, you're good with numbers. Thank yeah. you. Uh, but there was a. But I I saw one thing that that said that a survey of prisoners had two percent of prisoners as atheists or agnostic. Oh, really? Okay. Which uh, which does I mean the humanist thing that does pose a problem because two percent is not very many. Right, but if there hasn't been a space right. or an opportunity to explore something other than just like, you know, Jesus-y or Allah-y right. type options, uh, yeah. yeah, It probably it, is a small number. And if you're out exploring your options, if you're out, you know, if you're, if you're in prison and you're like, I, I'm ready for a switch, <laughs> what's out there? All you got is the... the, the, the Christian guy shows up, yeah. and maybe the Islam guy shows up. Right. So uh, that's all. That's all you're exposed to. Yeah. So good. Let's get those humanists in there. Yeah. Although I do have to say that uh, one of the reasons that I know that stat about the two percent 
is that it's easy for me to uh, it's a fun argument for me to make with believers uh, to say that the number outside of the prisons of the percentage outside of the prisons is significantly higher than the percentage of us non-believers inside the prisons, mm -hmm. uh, meaning theoretically that either a we don't commit as many crimes or b we uh, don't get caught or c we hire better lawyers indeed indeed <laughs> i don't know all of I'm those just... are possible but it but i mean the fact that uh we as a group are are, are much higher educated no and that that is, is actually yeah yeah i mean yeah i i, I there there is <clears throat> I don't want to overly generalize about who winds up in prison, but, um, yeah, it's, I'm not going to, the educated crowd doesn't, doesn't do as much, uh, crime. Well, it's different crime. Right. Well, it's not crime. If, uh, if you're if get, you don't get caught, if you're getting away with it, <laughs> <laughs> ask anyone no, on I, wall street. I th I think, <coughs> Who gets locked up in federal prison? Um, yeah, yeah. We, we know how the, we know how the system works and how it. Whatever. I don't want to. I'm not a social scientist, so I'm not going to go That's, any further with this. You know, you know how much trouble we could get in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is I, I could take some very, very, very overly generalized statements right <laughs> could, now. Could, and I'm just I, I see literally them, take I us two point three seconds, and we'll be in too much trouble. <laughs> so let's move on. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to stay with the very, very vague numbers of three-fourths uh, said that there were considerable amounts. Of like, that is so specific. Yeah. That's just a wonderful, wonderful statistic. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I'm moving on to uh, BYU. Well, uh, right down the, the pike. The Mormon-owned uh, university yeah. in Provo, Utah, um, where almost all of the attendees are LDS. Uh, yeah, it's like in the ninety percent. Oh yeah, high high nineties. I would say high nineties. Uh, so Who else would want to go? Right, exactly. There, there's always that. If you don't have a football scholarship, <laughs> yeah, and you're not Mormon, you're not going to go to BYU. There is that occasional person though mm -hmm. who does wind up there, and because they're, you know, maybe they're drawn to I don't know the business school or right. you know something like that, and they're just like, oh yeah. What they, I they I thought they thought, knew what they were yeah. getting themselves into. This is this is really different than right uh, anywhere. Why in is the world. everyone smiling and white? Yeah. Why is everyone? Why are there so many joggers? <laughs> there is so much jogging that happens on that campus, right? Because of all the pent up sexual frustration. They're trying not to masturbate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those poor bastards. Oh, boy, they're fit, though. Anyway, uh, why don't you, Frank, before I start this, uh, well, uh, here's, the, here's the story. A, uh, a student at Brigham Young University mm -hmm. did a photography exhibit. Uh, oh, okay. She's a senior. Um, her name is something. She has a name. Uh, Katie Marie Leichty. Okay. Leichty. Okay. Uh, one of her pictures was stolen oh. uh, on July 16th, between July 16th and July 20th of uh, this year. That, that's, theft really doesn't happen on that campus. It's pretty out of character, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That campus is pretty squeaky clean. Yeah. So what could have motivated such a thief? 
Well, this picture was titled, and Frank, I'm going to need your help explaining why this is a big deal, Heavenly Mother. (laughs) (laughs) It was a portrait of Heavenly Mother? No. uh, It was uh, in a series um, uh, of photos examining topics from, quote, from the 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 book um Mormon Doctrine by Bruce R. McConkie. <gasps> oh boy. This is a the, con- the much disavowed book. A, these a days. mildly controversial book within yeah. Mormon circles. Although um, back in the 80s they loved st- that book. Yes. Well, it was so it was it was uh it was printed in first published in 1958. Mm-hmm. Uh and Bruce R. McConkie was it was a, a, a an apostle yeah. of the uh of the LDS church. And he went ahead and just decided what uh, what was what for Mormons, uh-huh. um, most of which was fine, some of which had some controversial sides to it. Yeah, um, but I don't like. I we had a copy of it, and there mm-hmm. was there wasn't a lot of questioning of that of the controversial stuff. Mormons like, are Mormon, not good at questioning that, that, something that an apostle has said. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he he had there was there were, there was stuff on race, right? That he talked about that was pretty pretty nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember his whole thing on gambling. <laughs> um, That's right. Uh, and, so uh, one of one of her one of the photographs in this uh, in this woman's uh, exhibit uh-huh. was called was was uh, a a picture of playing cards. Oh yeah, he hated playing cards. Yeah. He so they, you should if you have any in your home, you should destroy them. Yeah, they, the playing cards themselves are basically of the devil. Even though you could play uh, go fish, with no, them, no, <laughs> or don't you dare solitaire or hearts. Just a waste of time. Mm. Mm. And 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 you're just inviting Satan into your home because he yeah he likes you to waste your time. You know what solitaire? Mm. That'll get you. It will. It's, it'll get you. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to gamble. I, Although, if you do gamble on solitaire, I'm impressed. I don't know how you would do that, but uh, uh, I remember having a slight solitaire addiction. <laughs> <laughs> it was computer solitaire because p- actually playing it with cards is whew, boy, you really have to be bored. Yeah, although you really have to be bored. Although one time, my dad used to play solitaire with cards all the time. Did he never read? Uh, Bruce R. McConkie's book? No, he didn't. He didn't give a fuck about that shit. Uh, <laughs> not quite how he would have worded it. But anyway, so he would play. So he would play solitaire all the time. And I once, I once said, you know, Dad, I can, I can download solitaire for you on your computer if mm. you want. Yeah, it's a lot easier. And his cards were getting like super gross with like, the, like you could barely like they were getting so worn over you. You could barely see the, yeah. the okay the, the cards and Just stuff. Get him a new and I was like, I was like, I well, I I think he had new decks. He just liked to play. He just liked to use things until they were used up. Okay, just his style. Frugal. Not even that. He really? Was, you no, know, it's just you. You don't use it until you can't use it anymore, and that's when you stop oh, using it. Oh, that that thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so so I said, hey, I can download a, a version of Solitaire for your computer if you want, and he was like, yeah, but I can't cheat on the computer. <laughs> <laughs> cheating at solitaire yeah really wow. i think that says a lot i like it <laughs> I, th- I think that's an amazing thing 
Anyway, uh, there were other other photographs in this in this thing uh, were chastity, which was represented by I think a rock on a plate. Not quite sure what that means, mm. but it's very artsy. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, it talked about equality. There was one photo that was about equality, oh, yeah. and I can't really tell what that picture so, is. So, okay, back to Heavenly Mother. Uh, the Heavenly Mother photo. Um, so, Heavenly Mother, will you t- sort of explain what who Heavenly Mother is? Well, if you can't put it together, <laughs> all on your own. Uh, here I go. Um, <clears throat> so, you have Heavenly Father. Right? Sure. We all, we all know that guy. God. God the Father. Heavenly right. Father. Right? Our, our dear Papa in right. heaven. The, okay. Backing up even one more step. <laughs> uh, it's very important to remember that Mormons do not ha- have a... They don't believe in the Trinity. Correct. We're, we're talking about distinct individuals. God the Father is distinctly different than Jesus Christ, who's distinctly different from the Holy Ghost. They, they never merge into one sort right. of, you know mega god or whatever um and so oh golly uh so with the whole sort of you know mormon belief in like how how the how eternity works Uh right how the afterlife and pre-life and all that work creation and all that um there are tons of gods out there right Mm. with all their own little planets and the experiences on earth that we're currently having of like uh, you know, accepting the gospel and mm. uh, getting married in the temple and proceeding through to blah, blah, blah. All that crap, right? Yeah. There's some sort of version of that analogous version happening on planets all over, you know. The, the, you know, there's just peop- peopled planets all over the place, all with their own gods. Right. Made up of their specific sort of heavenly father and of course you need a heavenly mother to get all the spirit offspring. Right. Right. And like, to vacuum heven. <laughs> how would it how would it stay clean? How else is it going <laughs> if, if she's not doing it? Yeah, someone's gotta cook and all right. that. But um so that's that's the whole thing. And so Mormons in order for there to be creation, there has to be a male figure and a female figure. And yeah. that's that's just their their little thing. But the thing about Heavenly Mother is that it is a taboo topic. You're not supposed to talk about you her. You don't talk about Heavenly Mother. Uh, wasn't it like, was it Eliza Snow who was way into uh, Heavenly Mother? Maybe. I had, there was one of like Brigham Young's wives who, it had to be it's Eliza probably, Snow. Probably, yeah. Um, who talked a little too much about <laughs> Heavenly Mother. In fact, I think there, she wrote like a little hymn. That either mentioned Heavenly Mother or yeah. that was sung about Heavenly Mother. And boy, did, did Brigham have to come down hard on her. <laughs> he, couldn't, he could not keep her in, entirely under That's, wraps. You know, he was a big guy. He came down hard on all of his wives. <laughs> Blah. <laughs> oh. Gross. But anyway, uh, so this this figure, this heavenly mother figure, is a is a very controversial figure. Yeah. Uh, I remember growing up Mormon. When I asked about her, it was like we don't talk about her out of respect. Right. That yeah, was what it was. That we uh, we we respect her so much. Right. That we just don't talk about her because heavenly father clearly respects her so much. But like he, <laughs> like he knows that he's going to be made fun of, and that Jesus, his name will be taken in vain, right? Right. Like all, all this, all this like crap, and so he's like, he just can't subject her to that same sort of mockery mm. 
Right. Blaspheming against Heavenly Mother. Oh, my God. <laughs> Plus, she's completely powerless and, like, yeah, doesn't really do anything. Yeah. Let's face it. She's just there to spit out spirit children. Yeah. That she is, that's is, her purpose. She is a, if she had a, a greater spiritual womb. That, yeah. If she had more purpose than that, we talk they about would her. talk about her. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Much like women. Speaking of respect, <laughs> here's the quote from the photographer herself. Quote, I wanted to keep it vague out of respect. She, uh, she, the picture was obviously not even of a woman. It was something figurative. which like I, a blank wall. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, she said, I wanted to keep it vague out of respect. I included Mother in Heaven in my project because we don't talk about it much in church. For me, the knowledge of having a heavenly mother strengthens my faith in having a heavenly father. Mm. Except that it also probably strengthens your, uh, your, you know, your belief in women being less than. Yeah. Yeah. And your, yeah. Your. <laughs> anyway, uh, so there you go. Uh, it was controversial enough that someone actually, like, stole the picture. That's that's what for to 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 really rile up a Mormon enough that they take an illegal and very very naughty action uh-huh. is a big deal. Their butt was clenched tight. Oh, it still is. <laughs> They're not going to be able to poop for a month after that. <laughs> I can picture this girl who stole it just like so perfectly. There's this cadre of like really 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 anally retentive women at BYU. You think it was a woman? Uh-huh. I think it probably was a woman. Or or she prodded her her uh her boyfriend, her boyfriend or <laughs> husband, more likely her husband, um because that's all they want to do. That's true. There's no boyfriends at BYU. The not, second not with the not with the group I'm talking about. <laughs> the These? second that they like each other, uh-huh. wedding bells start ringing. Yeah. Um they uh and I I'm really making these uh, this is not me like like I'm not like woman bashing here or anything. There is this speci- it is so specific and if you have experienced BYU you know exactly the group of women that I'm talking about. They are the enforcers. Mm. And they're they are the reason <laughs> that BYU is what BYU is. And it's it's this, like, super sheltered um pretty smart. Like they've got good brains. Right? Oh yeah. Um but they are sheltered and they practice a very, very, very strict interpretation of modern Mormonism. And that blank smile turns to a scowl yeah. real quick. Oh, they are super judgy. Yeah. And they will they, they point out when people are out of line. I want to make a short They're film like the about these police. enforcers. Oh, my I God. I kind of love that idea. Yeah. And then they rope these young men in who are kind of mousy and dowdy or whatever. <laughs> and they just control them. Yeah. They just own these guys. Yeah. And that's their that's their <laughs> power of the priesthood right there is they control this 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 young man who has the priesthood and mold and shape him yeah. into a power man who's just as judgy as they are. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or so the, the men will go one of two ways. They will become every bit as judgy and, and, and angry and and active as the women or really passive or they will just they're basically not even milk toast. Yeah. They don't even have they haven't even risen to the level of milk toast. Th- these men are they're the ones who wind up being the ward clerk. They are made of paper. They are not they're That was Okay, anyway. Ward clerk. Yeah. Sure. I'm with you. Okay. 
But you know who that man is, right? Yeah. Yeah. The guy who nobody will put in a... To, nobody wants him to teach a class. He's far too fastidious. And he's boring <laughs> as a get out. So you just stick him in a room somewhere and have him count how many people came to church. Our, our former Mormons are enjoying this conversation, <laughs> probably. The, 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 the not former Mormons have to just be baffled. All right. Well, if you are baffled and you want to know more, or if you want us to never talk about this subject again, you can you can or do- you can let me do my next story. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's one more. <laughs> one more. I'll go through it quickly. Sorry, there. my bad. You apparently want to move on, so yeah, let's go. Um, I'm going to talk about a place in the world, desolate, empty place, Antarctica. Oh yeah, it just became a little more desolate, Dan. Oh no. Uh, Priests are no longer needed in Antarctica. (laughs) Wait, they were so needed before. They were needed. How did this happen? Um, Apparently, there was a usually about five, a group of five priests every year that came over from New Zealand uh, as part. uh, As you do. I said Catholic, right? I mentioned that they're Catholic. There's uh, the Christ Church's uh, Catholic Diocese. Okay. um, Would send them over. And uh, Christchurch being the geographic location in New Zealand. Yes, not, the city. This isn't the Church of Christ. This is Catholics from Christchurch. Yes. Just trying to make sure that we're all following. Okay, okay, okay. Good, good. I guess that could be confusing. Yeah. Um, so apparently what has happened is thanks to modern technology, yeah. uh, people are able to sort of Skype in their <laughs> religious needs. <laughs> <laughs> because this highly what? scientific crew <laughs> clearly has serious need um yeah. but nonetheless yeah i think that that's great uh because yeah something tells me that the four catholics that are in antarctica <laughs> didn't need five priests we're just like uh father you don't have to be here right i mean let's just skype man I mean, chances. Are, so here's he, he, my sense of life in Antarctica, and I have a friend who used to go there. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, you know, every every couple years or so, worked she, in the commissary, right, or something like that. She was a fuelie for a the fuelie. for the okay. planes for a while. Now now she goes back as a she's a, a physician's assistant, so she goes oh. back in a medical capacity. Oh no way! Okay, uh, but my sense is that like. You're not going to get, I mean, like, as a Catholic, I'm guessing you. every time you go to see your priest, you just confess the same sin, which is, I slept with somebody else, there's nothing else to do here. So, yes, I've been fucking everybody. There's nothing to steal. I have fucked every human on this island. Because this is could, the, the whole continent. I have, I, I didn't, I, that's all I do. You killed, I, father, I killed a penguin. Right. <laughs> Actually, I don't think any of those guys would kill a penguin. They love the penguins. No, it's some murderous rampage, right? <laughs> That's why it's such a bad sin. Yeah, well, at that point, you do need a priest. Yeah. That's or, what I'm saying. Yeah. Bad, bad shit here. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think that there's anything that, like, what other sins are possible in Antarctica? Would you, you, beyond sexual type things? Yeah. It's, and drugs. Like, there's drugs. Drugs and sex. Uh, and then you drugs. Got, do they really have a big drug scene in McMurdo? I don't know. I would imagine they, they got probably have some pot. They probably get the pot down there. I'm sure they get everything. I, I mean, 
just tripping. Are there, tripping out are, on the are there ice, even laws? Ice fields? Fields what? Are there even laws? International law. Yeah. I don't well. know. And, uh, <laughs> surely, yeah, they're, they're governed by U.S. Some. federal law, I'm sure. Well, on that air, spa- air station. Yeah. And then, you know, the New Zealand outpost. Sure. Has their law. But then you get off of that. You just wander off. Oh, you just mean out, out on the ice. Out on the ice. If you murder someone, who's gonna get you? Well, that's 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 a that's a plot. Just, yeah, plot for a film. Yeah, that's like the bridge, right? I don't know the bridge. Oh, uh, a, a, I think a Danish. Mm. I think it was a Danish series. Oh, okay. They're the ones that create all the really good series uh-huh. these days. Um, and uh, they uh, there's a bridge, I guess, from Denmark to Sweden, oh. something like that. And there's a body right on the line, in the middle. And uh, so it's which who which, has to take who it? has jurisdiction, and all the politics about like not wanting the murder stat, right? And whatever. I yeah. didn't watch it. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. But anyway, so it's like that. Yeah. Murder, it, murder on the ice. <laughs> Death on the ice. Skuntatun. Oh, anywho, they've been doing. Uh, they've been sending. This is a, it's it's a tradition, Dan. At this point, mm. since 1957. Uh, the Christchurch Diocese has been sending priests to McMurdo. To, to minister to the penguins. Uh-huh. And they work out of the base's Chapel of the Snows. Aww. Isn't that cute? Chapel of the Snows. Is there a picture of it? No. Nah. I kind of want to look it up. Oh, okay. No, and, and the article actually includes a picture of a, uh, one of those little distance mile marker type things. Oh, yeah. Um pointing to McMurdo Station and Williamsfield and Scott Base. And, and surely the pole. Uh, no, this is... What? This is a serious one. This isn't a jokey one. This is, this is actually South at a pole, crossroads. The pa- South Pole does exist. Yes, but this is at a crossroads, and there's no oh. road at that point leading to the crossroads. Oh. I'm disappointed the Chapel of the Snows is not cute. It's just kind of boring. Oh. It's okay. Did they at least make it out of, like ice blocks or something they should like one of those ice bars no no it's not it's got an anchor in front of it that's kind of fun a couple of anchors i don't know that's we're showing it yeah yeah that's fine just kind of boring it's got a bell looks like (laughs) anyway uh as i I started to say before if you have anything that you'd like to write into us about or talk Mm. to us about uh you can do so podcast at thankgodimatheist.com or you can uh, send us a voicemail. Yeah. Leave us a voicemail, I guess. Uh, 424-666-8442 is the telephone number. Yeah. I, hey, go click on that Facebook page of ours, facebook.com slash Atheist, and share everything that you see. Yeah. Or also on Facebook, you can search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. Yeah, you could share everything there too, but nobody'd be able to see it cuz it's a closed group and uh you can't share from there. Would a friend of yours who is a member of it be able to see your share? Maybe. Hmm, that's a good technical question. Dan, yeah. you should know the answer to that. I'm going to say yes. You spend a lot of time on that thing. For the listeners. <laughs> I do it for the listeners. Anyway, uh so uh what do we got here? We got a we got a patty break. We have a patty break, but the way this this is going to start with um, a story, a news story, okay. if you will, uh, from uh, that lovely CBN 
News. The Christian Broadcasting Network. Uh, oh. They do the hard-hitting stuff, for yeah. sure. And so, um, you know, the um, 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 President Obama mm. went to Kenya not yeah. too long ago, right? Yeah. Visited Kenya, and uh, this must have actually hit before his, right before his trip. Uh, or maybe before he'd opened his mouth. Yes. Uh, because they're, they're talking about hypotheticals about, well, if he says anything about homosexuality, blah, blah, blah. So, so we're going to pick up that story, and then we're going to go to Pat Robinson's uh, response. The country's deputy president is quoted saying, God did not create man and woman so that men would marry men and women marry women. Another lawmaker warned, we shall tell him to shut up and go home if he talked about gay rights. After last month's U.S. Supreme Court ruling legalizing gay marriage in America, one politician here said allowing such a thing in her country would open, quote, floodgates of evil, synonymous with the biblical Sodom and Gomorrah. Meanwhile, Bishop Karaoke says the president is destroying America with his support for gay marriage. I believe that with all my heart. With that agenda, he's ruining America because America has been known as a Christian nation. It has been known as a nation that has sent missionaries out. Now it is a different nation altogether because it's an agenda against God. George Thomas, CBN News, Nairobi, Kenya. Boy, those Africans have got it right. One wishes that the president of the United States would listen to some of his fellows uh, Africans, cousins, to what they have to say because they speak truth and they speak wisdom. Boy, those Africans. <sighs> They've got it right, haven't they? They, um, on almost everything, actually. Yeah, they they do really well on the social issues, especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, like, uh, Kenya, it's, all, it's known as what, what, the Sweden of, uh, <laughs> of, of Africa. Africa. It, it may be. <laughs> As far as I know, uh, yeah. That's, uh, I just like that there's a bishop whose name sounds like karaoke. <laughs> bishop karaoke <laughs> in uh, in Kenya. He's very upset about all of this gay stuff. Oh, Pat Robertson. Yeah. They do it right in Africa. Oh. <laughs> and then uh, he quickly shifts gears into racism. Into <laughs> Veiled... Uh, uh, non-aggressive racism. Uh, it's benign, benign racism. It's uh, that's the that's uh, my favorite shade of racism. Oh, it's it's lovely, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's got that sort of nice uh, lavender hue to it. <laughs> oh God! All right. Well, we uh we had some folks write into us uh and and call into us. Um, uh -huh. let me just uh pull up some stuff here. Um. Do, 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 do. Uh, hey guys, this is from one uh, Thomas, who says, hey guys, first and most importantly, I learned today that TGIA also stands for Texas Gang Investigators Association, <laughs> so now I'm imagining you guys as two badass wildcard cops. Uh, that's spot on. Pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty exactly how yeah. we are. Huh. I, although I'm, I'm the bad cop, and Frank's the good cop. We're yeah, both, but every once in a while we switch it up. Every now and then, yeah. When Frank gets really mad, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, you have to step in and be the good cop. I better be. Minute. I better good cop yeah. right now, or, or we're going to be bad cop, bad cop, and that doesn't work. While I'm screeching at someone for... <laughs> no! <laughs> no! Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, I need to step in here. 
Boy, you you done pissed my partner off. <laughs> you better if you don't. If you better get right. You boy. want more of that? <laughs> he will he will scream at you <laughs> shrilly. He, he if he starts slapping, I can't stop him. <laughs> uh, good open hand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, he's, uh, so Thomas goes on that important note aside, I wanted to bring up something that I've been thinking about a lot lately. When I first entered the atheist community, I heard a lot of things like, quote, if everyone was atheist, there would be no wars since no one has ever fought over atheism Mm. or there wouldn't be, there wouldn't be any bigotry or whatever. And while I think in many ways, the world would certainly be a better place without so much religion, I've recently begun to, or I've really begun to disagree with the idea that getting rid of religion would solve quite so many issues. Hmm. Because the thing is, there are plenty of sexist, homophobic, transphobic, bigoted, racist, etc. atheists. Mm -hmm. Uh, Though hopefully not a lot that are all of the above. Religion, for many people, he says, serves as a justification for their for their bigotry, violence, etc. Sometimes religion creates creates bigots where there wouldn't have been any mm-hmm. via indoctrination. Yeah. But I've realized that a lot of those people who wouldn't otherwise be bigoted often come to realize the error of those teachings and forgo them. Not always, but often. Um, but the number of bigoted atheists I've met has made me sure that were religion gone, we would still have wars. They uh, we would still have wars. They wouldn't have religious justification, but people would find some way to justify them, and we'd still have prejudice and bigotry and racism. The The people who want to be bigoted are capable of finding reasons. Uh, anyway, uh, I probably rambled too much. Uh, oh, I shouldn't have read that part. But anyway, I, I did. Sorry, Thomas, I cut some of your, your email. But uh, he says, <laughs> I do think this stuff is important. Yours, Thomas. Hmm. I think it's important, too. Um, And I wholeheartedly agree with you that if there were no religion, uh, humans would still find ways to war with each other. Yeah, let's just watch China and what China does. Right. In the nice little atheist country there. Yeah. Yeah. It's not about. Here's the thing. Uh, You take away a few of the justifications for war Mm -hmm. if you take away religion. And that's nice. Yeah. But most of the wars, even the wars like. That have been justified religiously. So, I mean, even George W. Bush justified his wars religiously. Right. He u- he used religious justification, said God was on our side, all of that stuff. He still would have gone to war. Yeah. So it was about oil. Yeah. I mean, the stuff in Iraq was, n- was not about 9-11. It right. wasn't about Al-Qaeda. Right. It was about he tried to kill my dad. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Um. And, and, and uh, various other things, and lots of lots of geopolitical stuff that we don't even know about. And let, let's let's just watch as the next wars come rolling along that actually involve uh, the more developed nations of this world. Right. Uh, it's going to be about resources. Yeah, I it's mean, gonna be, there's going to be, be a, a struggle and a fight over resources. We'll see. We'll see how things pan out. You know, I mean, it would if we could get rid of religion, it would solve some of the problems in the Middle East. Oh yeah, but not yeah. all. It, it's not like saying that there wouldn't be problems solved. It's just that it wouldn't solve all the problems. Sure, and there and there you're and and Thomas is absolutely right that there are plenty of bigots and plenty of there's plenty of asshole atheists uh, because humans uh, tend to. There tends to be a percentage of us that are just jerks. Mm-hmm. And also, it's hard for humans some uh, a lot of times to see their own 
privilege mm. to put themselves in the shoes of others mm-hmm. to have empathy like these are not easy things for people to do right and because of that there will always be uh, a percentage of humans who are just dicks yeah you were um, bullied you'll be a bully yeah that's true and how you were raised half half, half of kids who are bullied turn to bullying right and turn into bullies as, as adults right you know and teach bullying to their uh-huh. kids because uh, they bully because they bully in the home and then they bully at work. Yep. And they're just bully assholes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I absolutely agree. Don't people don't go out there and spout that atheism is is some sort of cure all. Yeah. It's not. It, you're just not, it's just not. However, what's nice is at least we can take away justifications that turn people's brains off. Yeah. So like if somebody if someone's a Christian and they they want to be a bigot, they'll just point at their bible right they'll find a way that god somehow god wanted them to right to if they that. don't have the justifications of the of of the religion then we can say to them yeah but everything that you just said is refuted by science and here's how and mm-hmm. here's blah 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 and they can't there's nowhere where for them to turn they just have to be a jerk mm-hmm. if they want to maintain those beliefs mm-hmm. and if they and if they don't want to be a jerk if they want to actually actually just acknowledge the science or whatever then they will then they'll revise mm-hmm. uh but but wow. a christian can feel that can can feel like they're doing something without being a jerk <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh, i'm gonna play this voicemail please do uh from kelsey uh who actually joined us in our google hangout yeah that we just had on on uh, monday um, but she but she did this call before that she did and uh she is uh oh wait where's the voicemail there it is all right let's just play hi frank and dan this is kelsey i'm calling from boise idaho i have kind of a scenario or maybe general question that i would like to put out to the, the listenership of tgia um i am a brand new social worker and i just snagged a job, a job in hospice uh, which, as most people know, deals with end-of-life stuff, and it is saturated with kind of religious, spiritual woo, even in, like, the educational material that I have received through training. So I just kind of wanted to put the call out um, for any suggestions or advice that anybody might have who has experience in end-of-life issues as an atheist, because I'm a little bit stuck, and I'm getting pressure from um co-workers and employers and even the patients and families that I see uh, to be super, super wooey, and it's gross. Anyway, um, so that'd be great if you could help out, and I hope you guys have a great evening, and I will see you tonight on the Google Chat Hangout. Bye! All right. Well, thank you so much yeah. uh, for calling in. It's a that's a, So this is one of those big issues that we as atheists have to sort of deal with, mm-hmm. uh, which is that you know, religion kind of owns death in in our country, in mm-hmm. our society. Mm-hmm. Uh, when somebody dies, it doesn't matter. You know, if they had a religion when they were four, that's going to start creeping back uh, surrounding this thing. Like people mm-hmm. are, you know, their their family members who are of that religion are going to start praying around them, and mm-hmm. it can be it can be troubling. But also, like we as atheists are expected to participate in religious stuff mm-hmm. when a religious person starts, you know, don't be mm-hmm. a jerk, just pray with us. Right, right, Or right. whatever. Uh-huh. And it's about being respectful, right? So, like, if they're going to have a prayer, just take a step back and, and sort of respectfully shut the fuck up while they pray. Right. Well, 
I, I'm, I'm, but, but I'm wondering, wondering if we can kind of, yeah, imagine some of the scenarios that, that Kelsey might find herself in. You Is know? it Kelsey or Kelsey? I, I'm not sure oh. how she said it. Anyway, uh, we, I know on the Google Hangout, I never even asked. I just started calling her Kelsey. Yeah, same here. Because we're like that. We're just jerks. <laughs> anyway, um, but okay, so it's hospice. Right. End of life care. Yeah. I mean, part of that is that, like, you got to be respectful of the beliefs of the person who needs the help. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously. But, I mean, if if it's just expected of you, that's some bullshit right there. I wonder if Grief Beyond Belief, uh, the organization, has some resources that might hmm. be useful to Kelsey. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so check in with that. And if they don't... Do you have a UR- URL, Dan? Uh, griefbeyondbelief.org. Perfect is uh, is is how you find them. If they don't have that sort of thing, if they don't have like a, a specific a hospice resource thing, mm-hmm. may, it's time for you to start building it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, you're you're a social worker. Yeah, you know what what needs there are. Uh, listeners, you know, get in touch with us. Get in touch with uh, you know. Go onto the to the uh, members only lounge and let's start a conversation about this. Hmm. Because I feel like this is an important conversation. Yeah. Don't you think? It is. It is an important conversation. I'm just kind of thinking about her situation because, I mean, um, in the chat, she mentioned that she went to school at BYU. Mm. Right? She studied social work at BYU. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm just kind of, I'm, yeah, she probably didn't, there probably wasn't a lot of like talk about you know, where religious boundaries lie. Right. I mean, they're probably just the basic amount that is kind of required. Well, but they would have needed to talk about, like, how to deal with people of different religions. Yeah, you would think, right? It seems like. They wouldn't be able to skip that. Huh. I don't know. I don't know anything about hospice care, so... Yeah, uh, I don't really either, except for it's, you know, being with people when they're you know, providing for them and caring for them and right. being there as, as they, you know, shuffle off this mortal coil. I was going to say pass on to the, to the next. <laughs> to, as they go to heaven, as they, they become <laughs> finally <laughs> embraced by Jesus Christ. Yeah, that, that, that's the one. That's okay. The one. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Well, uh, yeah. Good luck. Uh, yeah. with and that. let's be sure to follow up with that. Yeah. Let us know how things go. Keep us, keep us up to date with things that you find. Uh, Kelsey. Um, all right. We have some people to thank. Uh, we have some donors who have, who are helping us get to Texas, Franklin. This is true. Uh, so I'm going to go through, uh, we've got, we, a lot of people stepping up to the plate on this. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, Robert said, Hey guys, uh, I think I just squeaked in under the wire to donate to your trip. Here's hoping you win. Um, thank you, Robert. Thank you so much. And by the way, I just want to say like, we haven't yet met our goal. So, we're going to leave that button on there if you want to help retroactively pay for our trip. Because by the time you listen to this, we probably will have finished the trip. Sure. Yeah. But uh, if you want to help sort of just chip in uh, a little bit extra afterwards, that's still fine. After the fact still works. Uh, just throwing that out there. <laughs> um, Shelly is a, donated. Um, Bill, thank you so much. Uh, Heather. Says, uh, good luck in Texas, Frank and Dan. We love the show. Brandon and Heather. Okay, so thanks, Brandon and Heather. Uh, Chris donated. Um, and Stuart said, as I'm a great believer in relying on charm and wit over research and preparedness, I think you guys are a shoe in Good luck. 
<laughs> which gosh i hope you're right because we definitely don't have the research and preparedness part down <laughs> so uh that's if we have any yeah. charming wit that's all we got going for yeah, us at this point um uh daniel has become a a monthly subscriber uh oh, he's he's well, jumped onto you, that so thank you so much for yeah. that uh kimberly um maria donated uh six dollars and 66 cents thank you maria cute <laughs> I like it. Um, Steven, <clears throat> Steven says, I'm a completely insane 63-year-old uh, guy that loves your podcast. I LOL at every episode. Hmm. Have a good time in Fort Worth. I spent a year there one day. <laughs> oh. Um, well. So we're going to be there for what? Thanks for, for three or four years. Three or four years rate? later, we'll come back and report <laughs> what, what, what oh. it was like for us. Uh, Rachel... Uh, gave us a nice uh, a donation, Deborah and Lyle. Hmm. So thank you all so much for uh, helping make this possible. Mm -hmm. we're, uh, for those who don't know, we're 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 going out to uh, Fort Worth, Texas, to because we are honored to be finalists uh, in the the Academy of Podcasting Award. Yes, uh, which is presented by the Podcast Movement Convention and and Stitchers involved in some way or somehow. And so, uh, yeah, we're uh, we're we're heading out there to uh, to gracefully watch someone else accept an award. <laughs> <clears throat> but but uh, it's an honor uh, yeah. to be to be included among. These. I never really knew what the, what that phrase really meant. It's an honor just to be nominated. Just to be nominated. It's it's really. It means this I, sucks. I, I understand it so much more now. <laughs> It means I really fucking want that award. <laughs> uh, no, and uh, yeah, so there you go. We will report back next week about uh, how it went and hopefully about the meetup that we're going to have with our Fort Worth listeners. Yeah, no, hopefully about it. We're it's doing happening. it. We're doing yeah. it. Uh, so we'll report back how that goes, uh, unless one of them is a stalker and kills us, in which case. <laughs> The other atheist podcasts will be reporting about it. Uh, please don't do that. If you are a listener, please don't kill us. Uh, we're all friends here. Probably the most uh, attention we ever received. <laughs> yeah. Our numbers would go through the roof. We should fake it just to get good numbers. Uh, anywho. It would all work in perpetuity, actually, because like the PayPal account pays for the website directly. Right. It could just keep going there's forever. automatic deduction from that account. Yeah. So as long as people donate, this podcast just keeps going. Lives well beyond our uh, <laughs> <laughs> all the hosting fees, right. the website, the podcast ho hosting, all that comes out of the PayPal. So what you're I, saying it just is, occurred to me. What you're saying I is, never considered our own our own the fact that we will die one day. Right. And this podcast. So if we do it die, could perpetually just keep stay donating. Alive. Yeah, keep donating. If we die, <laughs> don't stop giving money just because we're not doing the show anymore. <laughs> For the love of of all that's good and holy, or at least make sure that there's like about twenty to twenty five dollars donated every month, and that should cover <laughs> the hosting. Fee. Everything's automated at this point. Uh, I mean, we should find a way to just automate the show so that we don't even have to do it. <laughs> I am Frank, and I am Dan. We'll have a computer-generated voice. Yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah. Centuries of Thank God I'm Atheist. Right, we'll write an algorithm. We don't need to do this. 
so dumb. Oh, Dan, the Boy Scouts. Oh, the Boy Scouts. You know, I don't know about you, but I find Scouts to be trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, cheerful, thrifty, brave, clean, and reverent. That is true. Actually, mostly not clean. Mm, that one. Not a lot of reverent <laughs> is my experience as well. Uh, and when you'd hit the, the, the commissary at the, at the camp, uh-huh. not too thrifty. Well, <laughs> spinning through mom and dad's money they gave you. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> scout oath aside, uh, the Boy Scouts of America, and we've talked about this, uh, they, they decided that, that it's okay for them to have gay leaders. Uh-huh. That's okay now. Yeah, it is. In the Boy Scouts of America. Uh-huh. BSA. Uh, they, uh, they finally figured that one out. Right. Uh, so that's that. That's good for everybody except uh, the Mormons. Well, I'm sure there are plenty of people, other people in, in the BSA who are, who are un- aren't displeased. Sure, um, I, but I'm none, sure the Catholics aren't very happy yeah, about it. There's, but but not too many of those groups have the influence in the BSA that the Mormons do. Right. They actually uh, Mormons account for about a third of all the the units, the troops. In Boy Scouts. Is that true? That's true. Wow. Uh, however, they only account for about uh, 18% of the uh, total population of Boy Scouts. Okay. so Because Mormon, unit, Mormon troops tend to be small. Nevertheless... Uh, every ward has a troop. Right. Uh, so, you know, it, almost 20% is no slouch. No. All those... Um, Losing losing the, the, the that eighteen percent in terms of uh, their membership dues, right? Revenues would go down dramatically. It, uh, it's it's a lot. It would be by a lot, millions of dollars, right, of lost revenue. So uh, it is a big deal then that the LDS Church has said that they are now reevaluating their ties with the Boy Scouts of America. Yeah. They've actually been thinking about it for a few years, mm. for a little while now. Um, the uh, they've they've had trouble figuring out what some a lot of their international units uh, do with their young men. Right, because internationally, there are still scouting organizations, but many of them are like totally fine with the gays. Even Girls. even God forbid, atheists yeah. can sometimes be a member. Of, well, their, of the scout troop? I guess up in uh, Canada, the the church had to get a special um, ruling or whatever that said that it was okay to have boys-only troops. Oh, the, wow. The Boy Scouts of Canada or whatever exactly they call oh, the whole I'm sure thing. they call them the... Canadian the, Scouts. The Canadian the, Scouts. The, the, <laughs> scouts. <laughs> the, wow, you're just going through every vowel sound you know how to make, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll avoid certain ones that go wrong with that little joke. Yeah. But. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm sure they call they probably call themselves the, the the Maple Leafs or something like that. I don't know. The anyway, <laughs> I, I actually think I I I know somewhere in the back of my mind I know what they call the 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 scouting in Canada because I've heard my cousins talk about it. The Royal Canadian Mounted Scouts. No, no, no. No, they don't 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 make fun of the Mounties. They're very important, and they're they're the very Scouties. The Scouties, <laughs> the Royal Canadian uh, young boys doing Scouty things. 
Um, anyway, nonetheless, um, yeah. So the, the, internationally, they've uh, they've already been looking at sort of this issue that they're that the 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 experience that they're wanting their boys to have in the United States is the very much represented in the BSA, right? Um, but internationally, it's not. <clears throat> So part of they've they've kind of been considering. Well, are we going to create maybe like our own thing that is our own program that has that completely represents our values? Right. Here's um, the thing: the the Elias Church has essentially been using the Boy Scouts of America as their young men's group. Yeah, their youth auxiliary. Yeah. Uh, so the they have a young woman's group that that does its own thing. Uh-huh. They do not use the Girl Scouts of America no. as their thing. Uh, because you know those girls need to learn how to cook. They don't, they don't need to learn outdoorsy stuff. Outdoorsy stuff, or you know, really inclusive, right? Exactly. Uh, progressive, you know, values. They, they definitely don't need to learn those. No. Uh, so, so the so the church already runs their their girls groups, mm-hmm. but they don't. But but they've just been piggybacking off of the Boy Scouts uh, yeah. for the for their boys. So basically, all young men in the LDS church are go to scouts. Oh yeah. In fact, in Utah, um, the three, uh, BSA councils in Utah, um, the, 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 they range from having like 97% to 99% of all their boys are in, uh, are Mormon. Right. Um, so basically there would be no boy scout councils left in Utah. Right. Uh, there would probably be very little scouting in Utah without uh the, yeah, the there, Mormon involvement. There would be four troops. Mm-hmm. Basically. One in Salt Lake, one in Provo, mm-hmm. one in Ogden, and one in the southern Utah. Somewhere. Yeah. It'd suck. Yeah, it would be awful. <laughs> uh so but here's, there but, you but go. like but like this is yet another step. I mean uh I mean they're retreating. They're the Mormons are retreating back into their own little protected little sphere. Right. And that's not what Mormonism needs. Mormonism no. needs as much involvement with the rest of the world and as much compromising with organ- like national organizations as they possibly can have. You think you don't think the insulation is treat is doing them well? I don't. You know. don't think they're responding well to to being completely insular? Uh, usually not good for organizations. <laughs> and this is yet a you know one more way that they're going to just completely close themselves off to the rest of the world. And right, it's. Uh, I think it's it's something that the your Mormon rank and file should be very concerned about, yeah. quite honestly. I mean, the values of scouting, beyond uh, now the one last thing, which is you got to believe in God. Um, it, it's good. It's a, it's a good time, you know, and they're trying to teach kids to... Any group that to, tells young boys that they should be clean, mm-hmm. that's probably a good group. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just wash. Will you just wash, you stinky bastards? Yeah, focusing on very, you know, pro-social behavior. Right. You know? Right. Cleaning like, up, doing service. Yeah. Like, by the, cleaning up, in this case, I just meant, like, clean up, you know. Literally. Yeah, clean up your neighborhood or whatever. Oh, not your pits. Well, no, I, I had already harped on that, so I had moved. I I'm, thought I'm, you were just continuing. No. <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, like, yeah, doing, doing service projects, lear- yeah. learning about, uh, about nature is good. Yeah. Um, Getting out and camping is good. Yeah, you know, it seems to me it's fun. It, it, you know, I'm I'm an advocate for um, kids getting out of their houses. Yeah, you know, 
spending a night or two away from mom and dad. My troop tended it's to be the... Often for a lot of boys, that's a really good thing. I don't know what your scouting uh, experience was. My troop tended to be the, the troop that um, didn't care about scouting. Like, we didn't do any, we didn't care. We got merit badges, and a couple yeah. of us went on to get uh, the Eagle Scout, which I did not do. Right. Uh, but mostly it was like, hey, you guys, what, what activity do you guys want to do for scouting? Um, skiing? Yeah. Um, I don't know. What's fun? We only did the fun stuff. We yeah. were not, like, they'd be like, hey, we're going to go, we're all going to go learn about uh, forestry. And we were like, mm. Or we could all go, uh you know, water skiing, or we could right. all go. We could all go do something cool. Right. Um, I didn't experience Mormonism or scouting in Utah, so I don't know what all the other units were like. Right. Uh, but my experience out, like growing up outside of Utah, was that the 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 troops were the Mormon troops were always just the ragtaggiest oh really collection of boys <laughs> who had absolutely zippo interest in <laughs> anything scouting okay. getting them to wear a uniform to you know scout meetings was just like impossible right um camping was always just like just a mess of tents <laughs> it was seriously like the bad news bears of scouts of scouting Constantly. That was my whole experience. I always, like, I loved scouting. I loved what I knew it could be. Uh-huh. And I was always in just the worst troops. And you can't, well, it's, and I can Mormons see... aren't going to go out and put their kid in the non-Mormon troop. No. You know? Not at all. And you can't go be in the, 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 the that decent LDS troop that's, you know, across the way. Right. You know? That's pretty funny. I can see you being really attracted to wanting all of the regulations to be followed to the letter. And, and it's not even that. Just, you know. Just to look good and just. Peop, people, like, wanting to be there. That's all I wanted. Okay. I just wanted to, like, be at a scout meeting where just once. That's true. The majority of the people wanted to be there instead of being dropped off because it was church. That's true. It is church for Mormons. Yeah. And so that's an interesting point. When my that's a really interesting point. When my troop would go to other, so we went. Uh, my troop went to a scout camp in Oregon a couple of times. Oh, we, yeah. we went all the way out to the Oregon coast. It's a gorgeous camp called Camp Merryweather. Uh-huh. Beautiful, beautiful place. Uh, and we would look around at all of these troops where, like, yeah, their uniforms are on point. Everything's yeah. exactly so, and like regulations are followed, and they know all the things, and like. You know, you're supposed to fold the flag the certain way, and we all kind of knew that you're supposed to do it the certain way, but they're all just doing it, and we're like, um, oh yeah, I'll just stand on this side, you fold. I'll stand on this side, and, and you fold toward me, because I don't know right. about that. So yeah, I mean, that is interesting, because it was compulsory, We didn't, none of us were there because we were into yeah. scouting. The, the buy-in is so <laughs> low, and like, if you put your kid in a scout troop, and it's not like you know, part of your religious experience, like you are, you as a parent have like a sense of what scouting is. Right. And you want your kid to ha go and have that experience. And so you, there's a lot of, there's just buy-in all around. That's right? so funny. I, and we, so my and the, and the scout look. master actually is somebody who probably came up through scouting and right. loved it as a kid and now sought out being a scout master instead of just some <laughs> Joe down the street who they needed a calling for, and he's good with the kids. Yeah, literally, the, the LDS church, like, calls men 
and women to mm-hmm. like women in the Cub Scouts yeah. and calls men to be Cub Scout or to be Scout leaders. Yeah. That is a church calling. Yeah. That is not a, yeah, you're not you're not you signing no passion up. About it. <laughs> some mean, of them did. Some of them do. Yeah. But a lot of them, it's just like the lame thing that they didn't even like as a kid. Right. And now, okay, great. Fuck it. Now I'm the scoutmaster. Right. Yeah. Awesome. It's pretty funny. Let's just go have fun, guys. This is wild because I haven't thought about this at all, but I'm just suddenly realizing, like, my troop, when we went, when we go to scout camp, mm-hmm. we would so look down. We would just roll our eyes at the guys with the perfectly wound neckerchiefs mm-hmm. and, the, and the socks up to their knees mm-hmm. and the stuff. We would so look down on them. It never occurred to me that they were looking at us like we were the idiots. Oh yeah, they, I, like I was always just like nerds. And they, meanwhile, you, they're you looking were, at us like you do not know how to scout. You were doing it wrong. We were so doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the scoutmasters of those other troops were like, "What the fuck is wrong with their leadership? Like, right? They are not running that troop correctly. Right? Exactly." All. I, t- I wonder, I wonder. I, that's a I major st- part of the Mormon scouting experience. I do still think we had more fun. Oh, yeah. Because we weren't, we didn't, yeah. They'd be like, be sure you do it X way, you know, whatever it is. Like, we'd, we'd get around the other kids and they'd be like, you know, everything's to the letter and blah, blah, blah. And we're like, oh, yeah, we're just going to do it our way because it's more fun. Right. You probably had bigger, more out of control fires. <laughs> yeah. Uh, more, th- more sort of mortal danger. And none of us had a sash with merit badges on it. <laughs> we ma- we had merit badges. We would get them every now and then. But it's just like none of us had. So, like, all these guys walking around with their sashes with, their with like, hundreds of merit badges. Yeah. And we'd be Fighting like, back. we'd be like, whoa, you, you care. Yeah, because they have organized merit badge, like, opportunities. Right. For the troop. Right. right. Where Where's- everybody goes out and they, they do... They do X merit badge. Yeah. And you, and you have to do work and you have to like yeah. study and stuff. But if you don't have a scoutmaster who's into it, this is like, uh, it's just, then it's what you experience. Yeah. Yeah. I got my aviation merit badge. Ooh. By going to a thing. Yeah. I didn't even know I was going to. Somebody was oh, just okay. like, hey, come on. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I had no idea. I just went where I was told. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, anywho. Um, so that was a strange probably very boring stroll down memory lane <laughs> i don't i yes well there you go so but anyway the the, the future of scouting in america is yeah. uncertain well what's interesting though is i think if if the mormon church does break away we're going to see the atheist issue come around a lot sooner than it would that's have otherwise. true because of their really strong influence in keeping the bsa reflecting their values right um no mormons i think it i i have real hope for the bsa and i think it's wonderful i loved i really truly loved all the activities and scouting and scout camp and all that growing up so yeah i would love to see the bsa actually be an organization that i don't find sickening mormonism uh accounts for 437,000 boys yeah in the in in bsa catholicism uh, is the next biggest uh, uh, unit sponsor. Uh-huh. Uh, they account. They have 8,000 scouting units totaling uh, 260,000 kids. So if Catholicism follows suit, holy crap. Uh, that, oh, wow. that, oh yeah. wait, no, actually, the Methodists are next in line. They, they've, got, they've got 350,000 wow. kids. Wow, okay. So who knows? I, it's all it's all up in the air. I, I mean, once the Mormons go, does that does that 
you know, knock over other uh, dominoes? Well, it, there's a couple ways they could do it. They could just create their own thing that is specifically tailored to them, or they could lead an exodus. Right. And, you know, try to rally these other religions and groups, conservative groups, to form their own new scouting thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't see, see the that, other. I don't the see the other don't groups love doing that it. kind of stuff. No, though. no, they'd much rather just they want to do it. They want to go on. They their want own. control. But I mean, it may still tip the dominoes, and the other ones may leave anyway. Who knows? Who knows? It's uh, I don't know. But anyway. Scouting in crisis. Ooh, all we'll, right, we'll keep you informed as we. I mean, you'll see it. It'll happen in the news. But we'll talk about it, too. <laughs> anyway, if you have anything that you want to say about this, if you, uh, if you want to complain about how bored you were with our stories of scouting as youth, uh, please feel free to write in to us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, go to the Facebook page if you want to. That's facebook.com slash Atheist. Or also on Facebook, you can search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. Uh, yes, it's not too late to go to thankgodimatheist.com and click on the uh, donate button to help us pay for this trip to Texas yeah. and show your support and buy us a big Texas steak dinner. <laughs> <laughs> or or if you're listening to this three years from now, you can just go to our website and, and support the support tab. And, yes, and and, and, uh, and your your and your donations very will, much appreciated. will be greatly appreciated yeah. our donor base is growing and hopefully soon we'll be able to uh add some of the things that we've really wanted to add to the show absolutely and uh like we uh, mentioned earlier uh we did do our google hangout much overdue google hangout um this last monday that's for anyone who donates to us at the 15 dollars a month level or more yep and so the way that that's going to be working from now on is we just have a set day and set time. So it's going to be the last Monday of every month at 7 p.m. Unless, of course, that's like, I don't know, Christmas. Right. If there's a, if there's a specific know. thing, then we'll talk about that. We'll, 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 we can rearrange. Right. Um, it, but that'll be uh, the exception rather than the rule. And, uh, and it's really cool. We just get to interact fun. with our... With, with, with Ye are listeners, yeah. and uh, and ye may interact back with us. Yeah. And we're learning each time we do it. So if you like, we're supposed to get the invite this last time, and you feel like it somehow slipped through the cracks. Somehow I it didn't did happen send for you. it out. I, I I don't think I missed anybody. I mean, it's possible, I guess, but I don't think I did. Um, but I'm still learning the best way to get somebody in directly invited into the thing right and i think we're, we're i think we got it figured i out. think we have it figured out now so this next month's uh hangout should go a little more smoothly right uh, uh, but it went for like 38 minutes or 40 minutes of, like this, yeah we're just talking you know, just we're chatting just with everybody having a good time with everybody so. um and uh and so yeah it's great and we do enjoy doing so thank uh, thank you all uh so much for uh listening to us and thanks to uh, the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their fine, fine music. And thanks to Mackenzie for all the help on Facebook. And, you, uh, say that? and uh, you didn't say that yet, did you? No, not yet. Oh, okay, good. Hey, uh, hey, Frank. Yeah. Good luck in Texas. Yeah. Good luck to you, Dan. All right. And Safe we will. Travels. We'll talk to you all till next week. Bye. Bye.